G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. From time to time, we'll hear of great initiatives and even urgent needs. You'll be familiar with the crisis in Myanmar, Burma, following the military coup. The numbers of people displaced and fleeing for their lives has been huge. Many in the east of Myanmar have fled across the borders into Thailand. David Coates is joining us. He's executive principal of Promise Group that leads four Christian schools in Myanmar under the banner of Transform the Nations and now one across the border in Thailand. David Coates, a special welcome along to 2020. Thank you for that, Neil. David, you're in Australia, just a brief sojourn here for a couple of weeks before heading back to Thailand. Uh, give us an impression. This is only a new project that's just started there uh, in May Sot. Well, the school commenced probably uh, during the, during the um, lockdowns. Some of our staff from Yangon relocated to May Sot. That, that's the nearest big city across the border. Uh, on the safe side in Thailand and out of that we made good contacts with a view and the plan then was to establish a promised school right there in Maysot catering primarily for refugee, Burmese refugees fleeing the uh, the unrest and civil war uh, on the Myanmar side of the border. And you're not ignorant of what's been happening on the Myanmar side of the border because you've established four schools in Myanmar and this one that you're establishing now in Maysot on the Thailand side of the border. But give us your impression here, David, the fallout from the Myanmar coup. How has that really affected the people of Myanmar? Well, life's not easy for uh, anyone who had any connection with the old government. Uh, that is the government of Aung San Suu Kyi, uh, who was ousted in the coup. But anyone who had connections with them was, uh, well, virtually a marked, a marked person, a marked man. And we've had um, many families who ha- were connected with the civil disobedience, the civil um, disobedience movement, the, the CDM, uh, and they've just had to flee for their lives because they're um, being uh, harassed and um, uh, hounded by the military. And so these families, many of them had good lives back in, um, uh, you know, back in Myanmar before the coup. But now they've got nothing. They've fled with nothing. Their property is left behind. Uh, they do have a heart for their children. And they, want the, want, want, they want the best for their kids. And so that's been uh, where we've been able to step in and look after, provide quality schooling for their kids. Um, some of them are professional people. We've got a whole range of, uh, of people from um, well, various backgrounds, um, including quite a lot of uh, young people who were in universities, in fact, and the universities were closed uh, by the by the new regime, and many of the students have fled, and so they don't have transcripts. They basically have wasted some years of their lives, but now they're seeking to 
get a qualification through our, our, our program, uh, which will get them, well, restart, restart their lives, really, in terms of um, pursuing their career. And David, you're a former principal of a large established Christian college in southeast Queensland, the Livingston College. And so bringing your expertise to establishing schools where they're really needed, this is something of a mission uh, focus that you and your wife have had? Well, that's how we see it. Uh, we worked previously in uh, India for 10 years. Uh, then we came back. Uh, we see, see our calling to Christian education rather than to particular countries or particular locations. And so we worked at uh, established Groves Christian College in Logan City. And then uh, after, in 2002, uh, we moved to look after Livingston and it has flourished. God has prospered the work. And so um, I guess we've had a heart for working in schools in their, in, in their early days. And, um, you know, God, as I said, has prospered the work uh, both here in Australia and in Yangon and now in Maysot. Let's talk about the schools you had established in Yangon in uh, Myanmar because uh, they have, as you were saying, been flourishing over these times. Uh, are they under pressure right now under the new military regime or uh, are they allowed to continue to flourish? They're allowed to continue. I think we, uh, we're very cautious um, as to you know, what we say. Um, we, um, there's, there's increased demand because the, many of the um, government schools, uh, families don't really want to... And by putting their kids into government schools, they see themselves... They don't want to be seen as supporting the new regime. And so that's led to a lot of um, demand for independent and private schooling and Christian schooling. So our schools are all full in Myanmar. Um, and one of our bilingual schools has a waiting list of over 300. Uh, so it's, it's, I think, the political uh, situation and the, the unrest has actually been part of um, you know, the growth of the schools uh, in that regard. David, as I understand it, the numbers of refugees that have fled across the border into Thailand, something in the vicinity of 100,000. And so when you say there's a real need there, there's been uh, the education of these students has been cut off. Uh, how do you go about uh, meeting the needs? Because different people at different ages and different ways that they've uh, got to where they are educationally, do you try and meet them at their point of need to, to push through? Well, yes, we actually offer three programs. Our, our curriculum is based very much on uh, the, the Yangon schools, the, the Myanmar schools. Uh, we have three programs. We have an international program, which is for students from prep to year nine, and then we'll increase as the years go by, uh, at year 10, year 11, and so on. We also have what's called a GED program, General Education Diploma. That's for young adults. Uh, there's 30-odd students in there, some of them even in their early 20s, but they're young people who've had their education cut short in Myanmar, sometimes almost through a university degree. Uh, and so uh, basically they're restarting their, uh, restarting their pathway towards their career. We also have an English language proficiency program. 
So we have several different programs. I guess the big issue for us is, um, well, financial viability, to be honest. Um, most of these families have almost nothing. We've had families want to sell their, you know, selling their wedding jewellery just so they can pay something towards the cost of schooling. But um, by and large, we're... Um, we have a heart for these people. I'm sure the Lord would too. Um, and sadly, so many in the West, here in Australia and elsewhere, uh, we're just not aware of the uh, of the predicament and plight of these displaced persons. And so, um, as I say, we uh, are not good at saying no. In fact, we uh, we take we squeeze in every possible uh, every possible applicant we can. I'll talk to you about money in just a few moments because there may be listeners who want to connect with you and partner with you because this is a relatively new project. You've got runs on the board with those four schools already in Myanmar. This is a new one that's on the Thai side of the Myanmar-Thailand border. Uh, let me ask you, though, because it's not just money that you need. Uh, you're actually looking to recruit teachers. Uh, what sort of teachers uh, could come from Australia and be helpful in the project that you're working on? Well, the... Um the international pro it's an international program so international teachers uh, play an important part in that, particularly if they if they've had experience in you know western pedagogy teaching from a christian perspective i think they can contribute enormously we need the urgent needs are for esl teachers um, we also are looking for a founding principal and that's why we're involved by why Stacey and i are involved as in that capacity at the moment an acting role um, and so um, certainly expat teachers, we can get them visas, we can look after them, provide them with a package. It's, it'll always be sacrificial in terms of, you know, in comparison with, um, with, with, with salaries and benefits uh, here in Australia or, or in Western countries, but it's ministry and service. And uh, I guess we look for people that have a heart to serve sacrificially uh, for Jesus' sake. And I think listeners can hear that it's not in you to do a here today and gone tomorrow type of project. Uh, if you get something like this on its feet, uh, it's not going away. And so you're looking already to have some level of permanency, a building plan. What sort of building do you need? At the moment, we have um, at least a uh, uh, disused Bible college uh, that was closed down some years ago. We've been restoring uh, that for use, and it's now in use. We have um, been school's been going for three weeks. Um, we have staff accommodation on site that's been renovated as um, as we've been able to to get work done. But um, um, I think the the plan moving forward uh, is to find our own. We, we've got our eye on several properties which would be long term ideal. The current property, um, we have a short-term lease on it. It's The rent is expensive, but it's giving us a start at least. And so I guess the need now is for land and buildings. Um, the ideal block of land we've got is, um, we've got our eye on, is about 12 acres. But it'll cost us close to a million dollars to buy that land and build the first stage um, building costs generally in in Southeast Asian countries are 
much more reasonable than they are here. But nevertheless, um, you know, a million dollars Australian is quite a lot of money and um, almost nothing to God. But, um, you know, that's, that's the sort of uh, budget that we're looking at to um, as we move forward. Our current property, we've got a lease for three years. I don't think we'll continue uh, because uh, the owner wants to sell the property. And uh, that's, uh, it's uh, some urgency now for us to secure land and uh, move forward to establish some degree of permanency. Well, no doubt there'll be listeners who will have an appreciation for the challenge that's ahead of you. Uh, they've got a heart for missions and maybe they can or they can't go, uh, but they may be able to support in some financial way as well. Let me give the website. You might want to get behind this new project. It's going to be catering for these students who are refugees from Myanmar who fled for their lives across the border into Thailand. Uh, the school we're talking about, it is in May Sot. Here's the website to connect with David Coates. Transformthenations.org Transformthenations.org David is a former principal of Livingston College in Queensland. He's now starting this Christian school in May Sot in Thailand. Uh, the Promise May Sot is the name of the school, an international school. Uh, David's just in town for the next couple of weeks. You might want to meet with him. Uh, you can connect with him at transformthenations.org. David Coates, uh, thanks so much for sharing this need with us today on 2020. Thanks, Neil, for the opportunity to share. And uh, thanks to folks who may take an interest. And uh, certainly thanks for those who can pray. Uh, above all, prayer is um, uh, Probably the most important need of all. So thank you, Neil. Thank you all. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.